Didn't we say about? Didn't we talk about the diaper one? No. Do you want to talk about the diaper? I mean, you you want me to talk about the diaper? I mean, you can. I'm not gonna talk about it, but that's one. Why do I feel like we were listening? Like we have talked about that one. We did not talk about the diaper. Okay, let's talk. About- ah, golly. The seatbelt sign is on. It's gonna be a rough ride. Welcome back to the Flight Attendant Podcast. Podcast, podcast, um, podcast, podcast. I was trying something new. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm here with B, B, B. Hi. Does it does it seem to you that the later the later it is, the sillier we get? Uh, it, it always. Always like that. I feel like we should have been like that. That no. <laughs> Why are you doing that with your fingers? My little fingers. You little fingers. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, are we doing the quick turn today? Is quick. that the new the new sign for quick turn? Quick that turn. <laughs> quick turn. This quick is the- turn. Quick turn. Quick turn. Quick turn. Quick turn, quick Sorry. turn, quick turn. Okay. <laughs> I apologize for Uncle Jay. The silliness is high right now. That's what she said. So, how are you doing? I'm good. Waiting for my pizza. Kind of hungry. Wow, you're still waiting for the pizza? That's a long, like, couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for pizza. <laughs> Well, I mean, wasn't it said somewhere that pizza is a vegetable? What? Yes. Pizza is a vegetable? Yes. Where does flour come from? Okay. But where where does flour come from? From the wheat. Okay. And is wheat not a plant? Yeah. Then there you go. It's a vegetable. You're missing so many other ingredients. (laughs) (laughs) That is just bread. (laughs) Yeah. And the marinara sauce or the pasta sauce is just tomato sauce, right? Yes. With some like herbs. Uh Uh-huh. And the cheese. Where does the cheese come from? From roses. (laughs) There you go. vegetable it's vegetarian how are we talking how how are we here talking about this i don't know because i'm still waiting for my pizza from two days ago (laughs) for the past two days (laughs) just sitting in my car i haven't eaten i haven't showered (laughs) she's still in the car <laughs> camping out in your car it's kind of uh, comfortable in here i mean I, you know 
<laughs> oh man should we start that again or should we continue with that let's just continue let's just <laughs> it is it is what it is uh, it, there is no secrets anymore here no more you have seen us all apart from our faces all right yes and you will never never maybe maybe not do you want to do you want to start with the news or do you want me to start with the news i can start with the news okay start and go and for the news uh nbcnews.com seattle woman humiliated by flight attendant over dirty diaper says she was told she was an on no fly list what uh, yeah i mean diapers are pretty offensive but but no to be to be put on a no fly list over a diaper did she like smear it all yeah. over okay then that's no fly but i don't think it is the case so a seattle woman said a flight attendant humiliated her mid-flight for trying to dispose of her diaper diaper in a garbage bin and later told her that she had been on a no list or created by a hazard that's exactly what the, the bathroom garbage bin is for i'm sorry so she was trying to get or rid am of i it. wrong <laughs> was she <laughs> trying to get silent. was she trying to get rid of it so according i'm, I'm misunderstanding here because if she was trying to get rid of it in the galley that's one yeah but if she's trying to do it in the laboratory, right. then but there should be no point. And that says, everybody to go ahead, get your little butt over there and drop that deuce on the garbage bin in the bathroom. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. Okay. So, and then she got criticized because she's creating biohazard. I mean, yes and no, because it's disposed properly. But let me see. I mean, Fairness can, uh, I mean, I always give the parents a trash bag so that they can put it inside the, the trash bin in the lavatory just because of the smell. Okay. Yeah. Fair but, enough. But I mean, I'm not humiliating them or berating them about it. And if I forgot, I forgot. It's just like, it's not a very nice smell yeah i know um farah nas khan a 34 year old endocon endo endocrinologist endocrinologist said monday that she was traveling on a mesa airline flight from Kalispell, montana to houston on friday with her husband and their daughter who is younger than two about midway through the flight, she and her daughter went to a diaper changing station in the rear of the airplane and disposed of a soiled diaper in a scented bag. While she was headed back to her seat, a male flight attendant confronted her and said, Okay, this is um, this sounds completely that's just made up in a way so made so made up but i mean it is made up so i know 
Okay. When I walked back to the front holding my diaper wipes container and like the pad that we used to change my daughter's diaper on, the flight attendant accosted me and said, do you dispose of a diaper back there? That's a biohazard. Ken said the flight attendant didn't let her explain. He only yelled. Ken said that she then asked him whether he wanted her to retrieve the used diaper and that he said yes. Finishing through a garbage bin for the diaper made her feel humiliated and belittled, Khan said. She then became angry when she asked another flight attendant for her garbage bag to put the diaper in and he told her she hadn't done anything wrong. Correct. The second flight attendant called over the first flight attendant and when Khan tried to speak to him, he refused, Khan said. Khan filed a customer service incident report upon landing. She said Khan has flown with her daughter before and always disposed of used diapers in garbage bins. A few hours later landing, whoop, a few hours after landing, she got a phone call from an unidentified 1-800 number. When she picked up her cell phone, Khan said the flight attendant was on the line. What? Okay. No. Now that's, that's taking it too far. This is when flight attendants have a power trip. No, dude, no. Um, I recognize the voice. He said, due to the biohazard incident on the plane today, we place you on the no-fly list. This made me very angry because I suffered a humiliating experience. They are placing me on a no-fly list, Ken said. I also didn't dispose of the diaper on the plane, even if it was considered a biohazard. I walked walked it off the plane and threw it away myself outside the flight. Hold on, but hold on. Why? So she got how how is this even possible? A flight attendant being able to find a customer's cell phone and calling from an eight hundred number. I mean, clearly, this there's something fishy. There's here. something fishy here. That first of all. A flight attendant will, like myself, will give you a bag to put your diaper in. I won't berate you if you dispose of it properly. I'll maybe make a weird face at you if you try to hand it to me while I'm doing my trash run because, one, it's unhygienic for you to change your baby in the seat. And second, it's unhygienic for me to take any biohazard in the regular trash that needs to be disposed of in the lavatory. Second of all, it is possible for a flight attendant to get the phone numbers. It, you know, like when we have to do our reports, we ask for the gate agents for the passengers' information. But at the same time, I don't. I only grab their their name so that I can include it in my report. See, the, I the fact never... that this, no, the fact. I mean, when because like when when the gate agents pull up the reservation, the phone number is there. Like I only, you know, I only, I only write down the name, the name of the passenger. But if in the screen, when they pull up the the reservation for me, their phone number and email address is right there. Now, this flight attendant had a power trip. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Cause there's, it seems, there seems to be a lot of missing information, but if they did go as far as creating a spoof number, a spoof 800 number to call this this passenger that is like way beyond anything i would ever do oh my gosh there's a deer oh 
Daddy, it pays to be outside. Dear. <laughs> After two days, she finally found the beer. <laughs> this is so cute. Oh, anyway, back to. <laughs> but her pizza never got there. <laughs> no, it's so pretty. <clears throat> yeah, but how is that possible to create a one eight hundred number to call somebody? I mean, yeah, there's apps and stuff. Uh, I don't know. This is like, I don't know. I feel like something is just not right here. So Mesa Airlines contracts with United Airlines for some regional flights as part of the Airlines Express Network. A United spokesman said he referred questions about the incident to Mesa. A Mesa spokesperson said in a statement that detail as described by our customer do not meet the high standards that Mesa sets for our flight attendants and we are reviewing the matter. Yes, I would but definitely. I mean, no flight attendant should be on this sort of power trip. I mean, that's a very strong power trip. And also, this story is a little insane, in my opinion. <laughs> Guess what? Oh, wait, never mind. Pizza arrived. I thought it was my pizza, but it's just the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> okay so do you want to hear mine yes okay british airways passengers can now drop up bags at heathrow train platforms so british airways is launching a new bag drop option to simplify the passenger experience at london heathrow airport targeted at those traveling on the heathrow express train services to the airport the move will see the airline add backdrop points on Heathrow Express platforms. Hey, we've been on that train before. Yeah. That's a good train. I know. COVID-19 has changed the way we travel. Those who would usually have gone straight from the train to the plane may now have to stop at a check-in desk and route to verify their documentation. This is something that XBA boss Willie Walsh recently said airports are not designed for causing delays and queues for passengers. A new backdrop point for Mon from Monday, British Airways, I'm sorry, from Monday, British Airways passengers who have checked in online and arrive at London Heathrow Airport on the Heathrow Express won't have to log their luggage up the escalators and elevators to Terminal 5's departure hall. Instead, passengers can leave their bags with the airport employees right on the platform. This means that once the passenger enters the terminal, there is no need to go to the check-in desks and they can proceed straight to security and the departure lounge. You may be wondering about leaving bags with non-airport staff. According to British Airways, all airport employees, sorry, all airport R employees are vetted. They will seal the bags before taking them to British Airways so that passenger can rest, can rest assured that they have not been tampered with. The best thing about the new offer is that it is entirely free of charge for passengers stepping off the Heathrow Express. Commenting on the proposal, the airline's director of customer experience, Tom Stevens, said, we believe this con contactless initiative with airport are, I'm assuming it's pronounced airporter, allows our customers to avoid baggage check-in queues and move through the airport without the hassle of carry-in luggage, as well as offering the reassurance that we are doing everything 
we can to ensure the safety delivery of their bags from doorstep to destination. The Heathrow Express backdrop isn't the only way in which British Airways is working with Airporter. The airlines still offer the airline still offers a service where Airporter's operative will drive to a passenger's home or office with a specific boundary, pick up their baggage and check it check it in there and then. Unfortunately, unlike the new Heathrow Express offer, this offer this is offered as an additional paid service. It does, however, mean that passengers don't have the stress of getting their bags into to the airport themselves. Both services allow passengers who have undergone document verification online to skip the check-in area. The airline will likely look to increase ways to divert passengers from check-in, as in the words of former British Airways boss Willie Walsh, modern airports simply aren't built to cope with every passenger using their check-in facilities, adding, don't forget, most people actually don't go to a check-in desk or haven't. If you go back, I think in 2019, most people were actually checking in online or checking in using the airline app. So that's it. That's what I have for you. I think that's what a good idea. Think? I think that's a good idea. I mean, I personally, I would, if I lived in the city or if I lived in Chicago, yeah, if I lived in the city of Chicago, I would pay for my bags to be picked up at my place or my work if I wasn't a flight attendant, just so that I wouldn't have to lug them on public transportation. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'll be and, a little bit apprehensive about it. I but, mean, I, I really uh, wouldn't. If you think about it, it's you can always, at least for us in the U.S., you can put in that TSA-approved lock. Okay. Because some, some luggage still goes through TSA searches, and that's why they have the TSA-approved locks, because TSA can open them. Oh, there's another deer, or maybe it's the same one. I don't know. Hi, Bambi. Uh, <laughs> and just like us, I'm sure this these type of services do extensive background check. That piece of better there, Prince, because she's hallucinating. She's seeing deer. <laughs> <laughs> I have proof. Anyway, so if you're look, if you're if you're flying through with British Airways out of Heathrow and you're taking the Heathrow Express into Heathrow, it is free for you to drop off your bags at the platform with the employees from Airporter. Interesting. That's cool. That's um, that's pretty neat. Yeah. And that was a, the the train I saw London for the first time. I know. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. All right. So I have one more news for you. Okay. Okay. So this is from AINonline.com. I'm not going to try to say that. Ain't ain't online. (laughs) (laughs) Um, From AINonline.com, Canadian government's pumping billions into green aviation. Yesterday, the governments of Canada and its Quebec province finalized plans announced earlier this year to pump more than $2 billion Canadian dollars in direct grants and loans into the country's aerospace sector, with some well-known OEMs, including 
Pratt and Whitney Bell and CAE primed to receive up to 685 million. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau <sighs> said that he, it was part of the country's strategic <laughs> investments to promote a green economy and assist in the profound transformation of the nation's aerospace industry, which supports 235,000 direct and indirect jobs. Justin Trudeau. <sighs> Funds to be provided, including nearly $7 million to Pratt and Whitney Canada to support ongoing work for a 163 million hybrid electric aircraft engine propulsion project, a $275 million for Bell Textron Canada for the Vidris hybrid electric helicopter technology. And 340 million for CAE to acquire electric training aircraft and implement a global R&D program encompassing digital technology, electric aviation, and healthcare over the next five years. Smaller aerospace firms will also benefit. Trudeau currently announced the launch of the Aerospace Regional Recovery Initiative through a federal investment of $250 million over three years. The Aerospace Regional Recovery Initiative is designed to provide funding to small and medium-sized businesses and organizations in the space sector to help them become cleaner, more innovative and more productive, according to a statement from the Prime Minister's office. Wow. Can I just say, or can I just ask you, would you happen to have a crush on Justin Trudeau? Oh, goodness, do I? <laughs> do I? <laughs> You're like a bell, a southern bell. I know. My God, all this money being thrown out there just to get into the green aviation business. That's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. We should uh, invest in some stock. Is that what you're saying? So I still can get into it. Still mm. can do the stock thing. Oh, well, that's a story for another day. But a pilot for Delta Airlines is suing his own company for $1 billion, alleging that it stole an app he created. Captain Craig Alexander, an 11-year veteran who flies 757s, developed a messaging app called Crew Live that facilitated flight crew communications. He said that he says he pitched the app to Delta management, who, after allegedly expressing interest, ultimately turned him down before releasing a similar app of its own. Alexander says he worked on the project on his own. Oh, sorry. Alexander says he saw, he worked on his own project on his own time and spent one hundred thousand dollars of his own money to create the app. He says that he had several meetings with Delta about the app in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen in which executives allegedly showed interest in acquiring the software. After 2016, though, 
Delta stopped communicating with Alexander about the app, and in April of 2018, the airline released its own app called Flight Family Communication. Some of the meetings between Alexander and Delta executives may have... I thought that was my pizza. Some of the meetings between Alexander and Delta executives may have come at the behest of CEO Ed Bastian and CIO Rahul Samant. Alexander emailed Bastian in the wake of a, in the wake of an August 2016 power failure at Delta's Atlanta Center data center, an incident that disrupted flights for five hours and cost the company more than $150 million. The pilot told the CEO that he had a solution that would help in the event of future out. The pilot told the CEO that he had a solution that would help in the event of future outages. Bastion allegedly replied to Alexander and connected and connected him with Saman. FFC is a carbon copy knockoff of the role-based text messaging component of component of Craig's proprietary crew live communications platform, Alexander said in the lawsuit which he filed in Georgia and which he alleges and, and which alleges theft and trade secrets. The value of his software basically sold based solely upon operational cost savings to Delta cons conservatively exceeds one billion, he said in the suit. Delta disputes his characterization. While we take the allegations specified in Mr. Alexander's complaint seriously, they are not an accurate or fair description of Delta's development of its own internal crew messaging platform, Morgan Durant, a Delta spokesperson, told Bloomberg in a statement. To make the app, Alexander contracted with an Atlanta-based software development firm, Ars, has learned, which built crew live atop Rabbit MQ, an open source middleware that facilitates messaging. The software was a role-based platform allowing members of a particular flight crew to communicate directly with each other, similar to Slack. Family, or sorry, flight, flight family communications is much the same thing. The app ensures employees or flight family members working with an assigned Delta flight. The working, I can't. Flight family communications does much the same thing. The app ensures employees or flight family members working in assigned Delta flight have the ability to communicate directly with one another about the status of dozens of tasks and customer service items required before departure. Think catering, cleaning, fueling, accounting for carry-on, check bags, and inspecting aircraft, etc. Delta said in a press release at the time of the app's launch, the messaging software came amid a push by the airline to develop a number of mobile apps for crew and gate agents. Alexander's chances of winning the lawsuits depend on se several variables. Lawrence S. Moy, deputy managing partner for Auden and Golden, told ours, in many employment contracts, employees are considered work for hire, which allows employers to claim ownership of the ideas or projects that employees develop outside of work, though not always. Many employers do have a very broad language for work for hire, Moy said, but sometimes that language still preserves the ability for an employee to own their own inventions, provided that they create 
that provided that they create them on their own time and their own dime. The fact that management express interest in Alexander's app doesn't necessarily change the case. The whole question is still, is he entitled to have ownership by virtue of the fact that he created this on his own time without the company resources? The second part is, did management steal it if he did create if he did create it on his own time? The fact that he expressed interest, the fact that they express interest isn't necessarily probative of either of one of those. What those meetings look like though is another question. Merely sharing the idea for a flight crew messaging app with Elta management may not be enough to win the lawsuit, but Alexander's case could be stronger if he held the detail if he held detailed conversations or showed prototype of the software during the meetings. Alexander's lawsuits, Alexander's lawsuit reminds Moy of Robert Kearns, a Ford engineer who invented intermittent wipers on his own time. He presented a prototype to his employer in 1963, and Ford was initially interested. But after learning how current system worked, the company decided to use another system when it introduced the feature in the 1969 Ford Galaxy. Current sued Ford for the pattern infringement, and the case was dragged on for years, taking a toll on his marriage and finances. Ultimately, though, he won $10.2 million from Ford and another $18.7 million from Chrysler. People invent things on their kitchen tables, and they go to become widely successful, Moy said. Uh, there's a gold rush of type of appeal to the idea that a regular working person can come up with something ingenious that no one else thought of and have success with it. I think that to save face, Delta should just kind of settle. I'm not saying, I don't know, like I feel like it depends. I. What do you think? I. Yeah, I think... I mean, the guy invented it and he had it, he did it on his own money and time. Right, right. I feel like at this point, it's, but the thing is, Delta has money. This captain does not have, like, it, 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 the fact that it's just, that's a, that's, a lot of companies drag on lawsuits because they know that the person that's suing them does not have the same financial resources that the big companies have. Right. I mean, they, they do make good money as middle people, but they're not the rich. So. Right. So that's insane. Now, is that the same system that we have now? No, we have a different one, but I mean, it's similar. Okay. But it's similar. But I mean, well, so, and then this one isn't isn't by our company. You know, a lot of other airlines use it. Right, right. So they're catching up also into that idea. So mm -hmm. they're kind of. Right. And then this one is more to do with our schedules. And then it has an added bonus mm -hmm. of being able to chat with our crew. Wow. So. That's crazy. My phone, my car just turned off by itself. Oh, oh, he, he. And the pizza is still not there. And the pizza <laughs> still not here. There we go. And we're taking off. Vroom, vroom, bitches. So, anything else? Well, don't you have anything else? 
No, I think I'm good. You're only going to give me one piece of news? I thought I did too. No. Did you? <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Which ones did you do? Oh, wait, you did. Never mind. <laughs> that pizza better be there. She's, I'm losing her. I'm losing her. She got me even thinking. I'm like, did I? <laughs> Anyway, that's that's it then, I guess. Guess what? I think <gasps> that pizza's here. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> she she's finally leaving the car. Finally. Okay, <laughs> Uncle Jay, where can they find us? Right here. <laughs> no, that wasn't they can... it. They just. <laughs> He's probably confused on why you are sitting there. <laughs> uh, He's probably confused, like, whether well, there's an undercover person over here. <laughs> so, where they can find us, B? <laughs> I asked you. <laughs> They can find us a Spotify. Mm -hmm. They can find us in Spotify, Amazon Podcast. <laughs> Is that right? No. Okay. Where can they? Okay. So let's just let's just use. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify. Google Podcasts and Amazon Music. What about our email? Uh, the flight attendant podcast at gmail.com. And our website? The flight attendant podcast.com. They can also find us on Instagram at the flight attendant podcast. And they can find us on Twitter at stay safe, fly safe. They can also, that's it. I don't know why I said they can also. <laughs> is your pizza here? And my pizza is here. My pizza. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So everyone stay safe, fly safe. Fly safe. And yeah. look at you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.